This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 449 of Horse Tip Daily, a different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's tip is sponsored by Equestrian Collections. For the entire universe of equestrian shopping at your fingertips at a price you can afford at equestriancollections.com. Howdy, everybody. Glenn the Geek back with you from Lexington, Kentucky, and you're listening to Horse Tip Daily. Well, today we have back with us Dr. Jenny Johnson. She's of the Oak Hill Shockwave and Veterinary Chiropractic Clinic in Calabasas, California. That is a mouthful every time I say it. She's coming to us from the Jumping Radio Show, and she did another one of her case studies with one of her clients that I found fascinating and thought I'd share with you. This is off of episode number 62 of the Jumping Radio Show, and we're going to get to Dr. Johnson and, and host over there, Chris Stafford, in just a moment. But first, I want to t- talk to you about Equestrian Collections. You know, a couple days ago, we talked about Helmet Awareness Day coming up on June the 10th, where you can buy all the helmets that you possibly could want over at EquestrianCollections.com. And uh, they also are carrying the Helmet Awareness Day gear, whether the T-shirts and all the fun shirts and, and different things that they have available from Riders for Helmets will be uh, available over there as well. Some, some nifty shirts and things, and you can help support the campaign. And, of course, it's spring and summertime, and you can find everything that you're going to need for you, your horse, your your husband, your kids, your dogs, whatever you're looking for, you can find it at equestriancollections.com, and they now have a coupon. It's $10 off your next order of $120 or more. Just put in Radio Show, all one word, at checkout, and you'll receive that discount in addition to any other discount, too. So it even applies to their uh, tremendous selection of closeout merchandise in their closeout section, which is already up to 70% off. So you can find those savings. You can find everything on Helmet Awareness Day as well on June the 10th at equestriancollections.com. And now Dr. Jenny Johnson from the Jumping Radio Show with Chris Stafford. Well, our first guest this week, of course, the um, very popular veterinary segment that we have here on the Jumping Radio Show, Dr. Jenny Johnson. She is back this week with one of her clients to talk about equine chiropractic. Well, Jenny, I believe we've got another case study this week, a chiropractic one, which uh, is a very interesting story, and uh, I believe you have your client on the line with us as well. Yes, I do. We have Claire Massey on the line with us, and this is in regards to her horse, Harley, who I've been attending to since January of this year. Well, tell us, Claire, exactly about what up, Harley, what, what you presented uh, Jenny with, what, what were the symptoms that you had with this horse? Well, it started out with his general attitude um, becoming less and less happy. Uh, he was unhappy being saddled. He was unhappy being ridden. And it ultimately led to him one day putting his head between his knees and bucking me off. And I um, immediately noticed that it wasn't just about getting me off. He continued to buck for several minutes after, so I knew something was going on with him, and um, when I went to put the saddle back on him, he pinned his ears, so I took the saddle off. I had had um, some massage work done on him, but had never really seen any improvement from that, and I had heard about equine chiropractic and was a bit skeptical, but thought that if I could find 
a veterinarian who also did chiropractic on horses, that would be something I'd be willing to try. So I went on the Internet, and I found Dr. Jenny Johnson and was very pleased to discover she was about 30 minutes from where I board my horse. And I uh, contacted her via email. And, and where is it you're from, Claire? Pardon me? Where is it you're from? Where are you located? Where's your barn? Um, I The barn is located in Moorpark, California. I'm in about 15 minutes away in Thousand Oaks, and we're about an hour north of Los Angeles. And tell us about Harley. How old is he? What breed of horse he is? And what do you use him for? He is an 11-year-old Hanoverian thoroughbred cross. Um, I bought him to do some low-level jumping, and I also wanted to learn dressage and had been told that he had some dressage background, um, very, very, very limited training on that. Um, I also found out about a year after I bought him that he had been badly abused by um, a variety of trainers in the past. And so he also had, on top of the the, uh, chiropractic issues, he had some behavior issues too. And I'm very pleased to say that the chiropractic, in combination with getting a, a saddle that actually fits him, seem to have alleviated a lot of the um, behavior issues, too, because he's doing wonderfully now. Jenny, what did you find when you first visited this horse? Well, I found a number of things on my initial evaluation. Of course, I had the detailed history that, that Claire had given me. And in addition to this, uh, the bucking issues and the general unhappiness, I think he also had had a history of a specific behavior where he would turn his head to the right side every time Claire would go over to the right side and do anything on the right side. So I initially, as I do with all of my chiropractic cases, I uh, watched him walk away from me and towards me in a straight line, and then I watched him jog away from me and towards me in a straight line. And at that time, he was lame on the right front. He was about one and a half a degree, one and a half out of five degrees lame on the right front, meaning he had a a slight head nut that was pretty easy to see. It was more noticeable coming downhill than going uphill. It was about a grade one, which would just be slightly noticeable when he was on the level level or going uphill a bit. And he also had a slight hip drop on his left side at the trot. I also found that he had uh, an increased surface temperature in his, uh, near his thoracic vertebrae, and his gluteals on both sides were very tight. And that's my initial evaluation, and from there I proceeded to do my chiropractic evaluation, and that's the procedures called a motion palpation and then adjustment. And during that, uh, eva- during the chiropractic exam and manipulation, what I do is I, uh, do what's called motion palpation of each vertebral joint. And essentially what I'm doing is evaluating each vertebral joint for the range of motion that that joint has. Each one of those joints should have a normal range of motion. And if they do, then fine, I don't, I don't um, do anything further. But if, they're, if they do not have the appropriate range of motion, I evaluate in which direction they're not moving properly and make an adjustment on that vertebrae accordingly. And so that our listeners understand what an adjustment is, an adjustment is a very rapid, short thrust onto the vertebrae. It's, a, it's essentially trying to move the vertebrae or establish some motion in that joint. And it's a fairly subtle a- action. It's not something that's very dramatic. A lot of times people will ask, well, how do you adjust a 1,000 you know, or 1,500-pound horse? 
And my answer to that is I'm not adjusting a 1,000 or 1,500-pound horse. I'm adjusting one vertebral joint at a time. And so I always like to caution people if they have someone adjusting or that has called themselves a equine chiropractor and they're doing something very dramatic and with a lot of um, uh, thrust or you know drama to it, then that's probably not a good sign because it is, we're talking about moving the vertebrae millimeters at most. So on Harley... Specifically, I found with him that he had uh, he had his right hip was lateral a little bit, and interestingly, his right front elbow was lateral a little bit also. I'm sorry, medial a little bit. And I evaluate the limbs, all four limbs, after I evaluate the vertebral column. I evaluate uh, the verte- vertebral column first in its entirety, and then I will go to each limb and evaluate each joint in each limb. So Harley was having a number of issues around his occiput or his skull and his first cervical vertebrae, and we work on those consistently. And I find that restrictions in mobility in that area tend to be more difficult to resolve. They take multiple adjustments usually, and it's, it's, a, it's a work in progress. Harley also had restrictions on the right side of his neck on several of his cervical vertebrae, uh, a few of his thoracic vertebrae, a few of his lumbar vertebrae, a variety um, of adjustments really that I had to make as well as his the base of his sacrum his one of his one side of his pelvis was was uh, stuck in an upward position and his intertransverse joints which are part of the sacroiliac complex were also uh, restricted in their mobility so that was what I found on my initial evaluation those were the in- initial adjustments that I made and since then after the initial adjustment I saw him at about three week intervals for a number of visits and continue to work on on all of those areas. I would say that after the first adjustment, there was quite a significant change in his gait. He was walking with much more length of stride. He was even at the trot. There was no more lameness noted. Um, there was no head nod. He was even behind. There was no hip drop at all. And that was just after the first adjustment. And I would say since that time, he has continued to make quite significant improvement in that his stride continues to lengthen. He's stayed sound and has been uh, a much happier horse, and you can see that in his attitude. And we've now gone to, we've stretched it out from the every three-week intervals to now we're at at four-week intervals. How many treatments uh, has he had, Jenny? He's had five treatments to date. And Claire, what difference have you seen from the beginning and the early treatments to where he is now? Um, I did see significant changes after just just one treatment in the length of his stride. Um, We went through a saddle fitting process too, um, and Jenny had checked his saddle the first time she came out and told me it was pinching his shoulders which uh, probably explained the bucking, and it, it took a, a process, but I did find a saddle that now fits him properly and has been approved by Jenny, and there's no more acting up in the grooming stall. Um, he's got his ears pricked forward when I'm putting the saddle on him, when I get on him. Um, he's moving much more freely. He used to throw his head up when I'd ask him to trot. That has stopped. And I, I have complained to Jenny recently that his walk is so big now that I almost get side aches from it. <laughs> and it's wonderful <laughs> because it tells me that he's moving so much more freely and um, 
he has no pain now. And I think he was living in with a certain amount of pain for quite some time, even before I bought him. And he's just very happy now and, and um, enjoys being ridden, enjoys working, and, and like, it just totally feels better. So is it safe to say he hasn't bucked you off or bitten you recently? Hasn't even tried. <laughs> Although, except when he wants a treat, he will get a little mouthy sometimes, but it has nothing to do with being ridden. <laughs> Jenny, what would be the prognosis then for Harley at this point in your assessment and treatment of him? I think he's got an excellent prognosis. Uh, he's He's really made considerable improvement. I'm very happy with how he's doing. And I did want to mentioned also and concur with Claire about the saddle fit and, and distress for listeners, how important saddle fit can be and how big a role that can play in the horse's comfort. And, and Claire really has been very diligent about this and, and has gone through a number of saddles and saddle fitting uh, processes in an in, in effort to uh, get a saddle that fits Harley well. He's got a very broad withers and it's important to make sure that the saddle fits properly. And when we talk about saddle fit, the panels underneath the, the seat of the saddle should rest uh, evenly on the horse. There should be no bridging. You should not be able to stick your hand in a gap between the forwardmost portion and the backmost portion of those panels. And then the panels that come down along the front underneath where the rider's leg is, those panels should fit smoothly against the horse. We had one saddle that, that, that was too narrow in the tree at the pommel area and it pinched his withers. There was another one that the flaps along the front, the padding under the front flaps under the rider's leg stopped about midway, and so there was a, a pressure point that, that pinched right on his uh, scapula. And I think it's really important and, and many times uh, overlooked the importance of the saddle, and so I would encourage our listeners to try and uh, educate themselves as much as they can about saddle fit and uh, take a good look at their saddles and how they fit on the horse, and the best way to do that is without any any padding, just put the saddle directly on the horse. And one thing I would also pass along is that if you're trying to make your saddle fit by adding additional padding, that you're you're going, barking up the wrong tree, that usually um, adding additional padding does not help it. In, in many cases, can actually make it worse. And, and I many times see riders that uh, probably one of the most common things that I see relating to the saddle that can cause a problem is that they'll put the saddle way too far up on the withers and leave it in a very awkward position on the withers, and so the saddle is essentially resting and pinching right on the scapula. Uh, when they place the saddle, they should put it on up over the withers, but then slide it down to the point where it naturally stops, and that's where the saddle belongs. And, um, you know, it, it, saddle fit is incredibly important because that's what's distributing the weight of the rider on the horse, and it's not something that can really be corrected with pads and, in fact, can be made quite a bit worse. So I think that's... A, a, an important part of Harley's improvement as well. But I think in overall, Harley has, has made continued excellent progress. He um, occasionally will have a little bit of a setback here and there, but we've had good improvement each time we've adjusted him. And I think we're, you know, keeping him on a maintenance schedule will be uh, crucial for him to maintain his comfort. And I think, to me, he just seems like a completely different horse. His whole attitude and demeanor is completely different than it was when I first started working on him. He's just much happier. And Claire, how is his schooling now and the work that he's doing? Are you jumping him? Uh, not yet, and that has nothing to do with his, his physical ability right now or working on his mind. He did have some very bad experiences in the past, and we're bringing him along very slowly. 
but we've been working him in dressage, which is something that he really hadn't been trained in, and he's doing wonderfully. He's um, taking uh, rain contact now, which he would not take before. He's accepting leg contact, which he would not accept before. And he, he actually seems to want to learn and want to do it, where before he seemed to resent pretty much anything that had anything to do with being in a ring. And um, I think between the saddle and the chiropractic, I've got the real Harley now. I think I had a very, very worried and unhappy horse before, and he's just he's just blossoming now, and, and I'm very pleased with his progress. Well, that's certainly what a vet likes to hear, isn't it, Jenny? It is, Absolutely. Well, I want to thank you, Claire, for uh, sharing your story with us and very best of luck with Harley and continued recovery, continued success, overcoming both his mental and uh, physical uh, challenges to get back uh, in competition perhaps and some jumping. And so enjoy, enjoy him and thank you for joining us. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. Well, Jenny, I think the topic of saddle fitting as it relates to confirmation and the health of the horse's back and the anatomy of that area is a subject we should discuss in a future episode. Yes, that sounds like an excellent idea. All right. Because well, it is very important. It certainly is. Once again, we thank Chris and Dr. Johnson for joining us, and we also thank Claire Massey for, for being Dr. Johnson's case study today. I really like that format and like what it does, and I find it very interesting. Well, we'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, remember that we do the morning show live every morning, Horses in the Morning, 9 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday. Have a safe ride, everybody. Wear your helmet. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily. (laughs) 